We've talked plenty about Arizona football and the offseason momentum they're creating, but what's it like on the inside? We'll talk with Arizona football team reporter Kim Becker. Let's go. Locked on Pac-12, your daily podcast on the Pac-12 Conference. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to another another episode of Locked On Pac-12. I'm your host, Spencer McLaughlin, D1 play-by-play broadcaster. Thanks for making this your first listen or your first view if you're watching on YouTube every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This right here is your number one source to stay up to date with the Conference of Champions every weekday, which is why you should like and subscribe wherever you're listening to or watching this show. And I'm joined for the first time today by the team reporter for the Arizona Wildcats to give us an insider look at the program. Kim Becker, welcome to Locked On Pac-12. Hey, Spencer, how are you doing? Thanks so much for having me. It is great to have you here because, you know, I, I can talk about programs and teams and thoughts <laughs> from afar, but you're you're down there on the inside talking to players, talking to coaches on the ground, doing hard nose, big J journalism, as as they say and such. Always. But <laughs> let, let's start with the uh, with spring football as a whole. You've been there covering the team. You've been I'm sure you were at the spring game and you, you've been at practice and watching how how everything has gone. After you, you took in the spring game, and I hope you got doused with a water gun down there. In, oh, in, so down many. There in the desk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Had to. It was it was a beautiful day. It was, you know, in the 80s. It was hot. It was I was in yeah. black because, you know, we were playing red versus blue, and whichever team won got a very nice steak dinner. And I was like, I'm going to wear black so I can be neutral. <laughs> so no matter who wins, I get the good food here. So, yeah, I was – had a water gun, water gun in hand, pretty much the whole duration of the game. <laughs> that's that, that's that's my kind of spring game personally, but a good amount of actual football did indeed yes. take place. So, you know, a- after watching spring practice and then watching the the game itself, what were your your biggest takeaways from spring football here in uh, in year three? I believe it is under Jed Fish. Yeah, so this is actually just year two under Jed Fish. So we've got one year under our belt um, last season, and then this is the second season now. So kind of really the first year that we that he's having his new players in right his his guys that he recruited in so that's really exciting but really just the main takeaways is that we are trying to improve on both sides of the ball right we've got new players that are coming in to really compete for those starting positions on both sides of the ball whether they're transfers or freshmen so we're just really excited to see that improvement and see how the chemistry kind of reacts and, and bonds together here. But that was my biggest takeaway really from the entire duration of spring ball, both practices and the game was how much the energy is really acting as that contagion around the entire team. Because you see these guys coming in who have had a little bit of experience maybe as the transfers or the freshmen who are hungry and who are ready to compete for that spot. And it's really just creating this competitiveness around the guys and some really good, awesome energy. And so it's making us very excited. Yeah, I think the reason that my mind jumped to three is because the the losing streak that, that thankfully for Arizona yeah, ended right. this past season was carried over from from the previous year. And it's all it's a, time is a social construct and we're all just blur, blurring it together and whatnot. But, it, you know, yeah, schematically, though, watching the, the football on the field this year and this the first, you know, kind of kind of full spring game with, with Jed Fish and starting to get his his recruits in there and there have been some recruiting successes which we will we will talk about today because there have there have been quite a few but it, what do you notice it's most different from the previous coaching administration that, that's kind of changed where you see coach fish really starting to to implement his vision for 
how Arizona football looks on the field. Yeah, so I was not a part of the previous coaching staff, so I wasn't able to see them firsthand. But what I have seen firsthand from this new staff and under Jed Fish's regime here is just the culture change, the positivity, the eagerness and the hunger out of the entire staff, out of the players that come in underneath them and the players that are being coached by them and just kind of the overall mood of the office and of the front of the staff and, um, you know, up here in the facility is just everyone's always really motivated and really positive and really excited. And I think that that's what maybe the, the players who were under the previous coaching staff program were lacking and I think that's what they're really excited about. I know the several players that I have spoken to, you know, the seniors now, the fifth year guys now that have been through three different coaching staffs in their career, some four. I know there were some of our linebackers or some of our defensive guys last year who said they'd had like four defensive coordinators in their entire college career, which is so hard, right? Because you want that consistency in a coaching staff to create that success. I mean, you're not going to have instant overnight success in any college football program. It doesn't matter who you are that comes in and does that. You have to build something. You have to create a foundation that's built off of positivity and off of something that people really believe in. And I think that that's what Jed Fish has come in here and done. And he's got a fantastic staff that he's brought in with him. He's created this media department. He's created this room that I'm sitting in right now to really show show off the program and show off what we are doing in a very genuine, raw, authentic way. And I think that's something that these players were like, whoa, they were lacking so much of that. You know, they were lacking the support and the confidence in them from their coaching staff and from the guys that, you know, they they were working underneath for so long. And so now I think it's really exciting that um, all this positivity and just the exposure that this program has gotten and the work that's being done inside these four walls. I mean, this coaching staff is incredible. Their work ethic is unmatched. And I think that that's something that's going to really create, create a bang. I know it already has, and it's going to create that momentum going forward. Nothing says you want to put the program out there quite like a big giant a sitting, sitting right behind you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Got to work, got to work on your, on your, your weather, your weather person skills. Where is it? Yeah. Good thing. I'm not a weather person. My goodness. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's a tough job. It took me a while here. You know, when I would reference my, my Twitter handle, which for those of you who don't know is at smalls underscore 55, I had to get used to looking down right there so that it looked natural. But when I first, you know, first three or four times I did it, I'm looking right, I'm looking right down there. And that's, <laughs> that, yeah, that, that, that's not right. So Arizona does have this uh, sort of newfound sense of optimism with Jed Fish there because of the recruiting successes he's had in the early going, brings in a top 20 high school recruiting class when you factor in transfer portal to get uh, an overall composite rating in the class of 2022. The, the ranking falls, but it's still in the top 30, which, which considering where Arizona has been in the last couple of seasons is a pretty outstanding place to be. So how do you think that this staff is getting those sorts of, of offseason victories and creating a vibe of positivity after a 1-11 season? How do you accomplish that? You know, I think the recruiting class, having the top recruiting class in the Pac-12, and um, I mean, I guess before that, yes, it's – that's a selling point right there. I think what the biggest selling point was for those guys before they came in, right when they were out recruiting them, was just the family-like atmosphere that we're showing here and the personability that Coach Fish has. And a lot of the guys that came in, you know, I would ask them straight up, a lot of these freshmen that came in and some of the transfers, it was like, what was it about Arizona that wanted, you know, that you wanted to come here for? What was it that really drew you into this program? And they all said that family-like feeling. I think they really felt like they were going to be a part of something really special And I think that spoke very highly to them and that attracted them to the program because they saw how much work was being put in inside of the facility. I mean, when you come into this facility and you walk around, I know so many people who have been here before are like, 
oh my goodness, this building looks so much different. It looks so awesome. They've renovated, you know, the players lounge, all of our offices. We have this room, like I said, they're tearing up the turf right now and we're getting new turf put in our stadium. It's just kind of getting a whole facelift. And I think that the guys saw that from, you know, that, that standpoint, the physicality standpoint of the actual facility. And then they wanted to be a part of the actual program that's going to create this history. And I think the coaching staff were so incredible coming off of a 1-11 season because they knew that this wasn't, like I said, going to be an overnight success. They knew a lot of work had to be put into that, and they knew how much work they put in last year and now how how many months ahead of them before the season starts again and how many days of opportunities that they can keep creating this foundation and keep creating something. So, you know, I think Coach Fish says, you know, this is really the year where we get to start to see the guys that he brought in and the coaches have now had a year under the, their belt of coaching together and really understanding what they want to do moving forward. And I think that was just kind of the the main draw was they really wanted to be something, be a part of something special. And that's what's going on here really inside these four walls. It's definitely been a big time rebuild and still is, right? It's not like they've, oh, yeah. they've totally arrived or that, you know, they're going to turn around and be a contender in the Pac-12 South, which doesn't actually matter anymore. But, you know, that, that's that's a little bit of a, of a different conversation we'll be discussing here on the show. But when you look at the, the totality of what it takes to rebuild a college football program to get it back to a level where, you know, Arizona's been to a Pac-12 championship game and they were in the Fiesta Bowl in, I believe it was 2014, if, if memory serves. If you want to get back to that level, you have to complete a number of steps. And step one appears to be complete. It's a, you know, 12, 13, maybe 18 step plan per se. But you can't complete those if you don't complete the first one. I want to ask you about some of those players that are are new to campus, including Washington State transfer quarterback Jaden Delora. But first, I remind you all this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible absolutely impossible for your local chain auto parts store to have all the parts that you need you can just save time and money and do it all from your computer by using rock auto a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com all right, Kim, so you've had the opportunity to talk to a bunch of Arizona players, I, I presume. And, you know, I was kind of pilfering through figuring out, like, ah, who'd, who'd be the most interesting? Jaden Delora, of course, is, <laughs> is, is number one, number one on the list. The other ones, you know, I had to do some some picking and choosing and, and, and we'll get to uh, we'll get to, to T-Mac a little bit later. Yeah. But Jaden Delora made a, a big time big time headline or headlines I should say when he transferred after being the freshman of the year at Washington State now he comes down to Arizona as the presumptive starter and I just didn't see it coming at all after (laughs) such a successful season but they brought in a new offensive coordinator who brought Incarnate Ward transfer Cameron Ward with him at the quarterback position so one I'm not going to say that particular phrase I was going to say one man's trash is another man's treasure but it's more like it's more like one man's treasure is another man's another man's treasure, <laughs> another man's treasure. he like, is a treasure Was- I will yeah, say that Washington State had had a gem up there and yeah, they they're okay with him going it's just strange He's you just don't now. see you just don't see that at the quarterback position you maybe see it from a wide receiver a running back who pops and wants to go to a bigger school a different conference or something but an intra-conference move that is now going to help Arizona stabilize a position that was a revolving door really the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. So what's it been like getting to know Jaden Delora? And what did he say when you asked him about, 
you know, what was it about coming down to Arizona, a, a team that is rebuilding compared to what he just left at Washington State? It's so funny that you say um, it's strange that he came here and that, or, you know, that that position wanted to move and wanted to come here to Arizona because to me it's not strange at all. I'm like, what do you mean it's strange? But this place is awesome. <laughs> and But it's so funny that because I, I do realize, like, maybe that is the outside perspective is that, whoa, that was such a strange move. But to us, I remember the first day I saw him walking around the halls when he was here visiting, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's Jaden Delora. And I was like, oh, how cool, you know? Like, he's he's thinking about Arizona. And literally the next thing I knew was like, oh, yeah, he's signed. Like, he's here. He's committed. And we were like, what? This is awesome. But it wasn't strange. It was just like, heck, yeah. Like, okay, he, he sees it. You know, he sees what we see on the inside now that he's been on the inside of the building, and he's really had those personal connections with the coaches, and he's been able to walk around, see what we're doing, meet some of us, meet some of his, his new teammates. And so it wasn't strange to us at all. It was just like, yeah, okay, finally, you know, not finally, but like, okay, cool. Like this guy sees it too. So that was really exciting. Um, he is so funny. Uh, when I first met him, I remember I was like, Jaden, like come in here and do an interview with me because my job is so cool. And I know I have such a great opportunity being on the inside and being able to have the access that I do to these coaches and to these players. You know, I've got their phone numbers. I've, I see them, they come in and say hi to me all the time. You know, they're like my little brothers and that's so cool. And I know I'm so lucky in that sense. So I remember seeing Jaden in the hall and I was like, you want to come in here and do an interview? And he was like, I don't know, you know, like, I don't, I'm, I haven't really done like that a whole lot. Like, I'm not really great on camera. And I was like, oh, no, it's fun. Like, just come in and do it. We sat down. We had like the time of our life. He, he like made little jabs at me. I made jabs back. Like, it was so fun. <laughs> and then literally I've seen him in the hallway since then. He's like, can't, like, it just like opened up this, this like whatever was inside of Jaden Delora. And you see just like the, the light that shines off of him and how much fun he has and how funny he is. He's gotten to be such good friends with a lot of his teammates here. He told me that the quarterback room, like they all have their little inside jokes and they just have so much fun. There's no, you know, like hard feelings in there. They understand they're all competing for that number one spot. But he just said like the chemistry in there is so funny. Gunnar Cruz, who was another quarterback here, and actually he transferred from Washington State last year when Jaden Delora got to Washington State. Gunnar Cruz transferred here, and then Jaden transferred here. And I think we were like, oh, man, I wonder if that's going to, like, create anything. They're best friends. I rode around on a golf cart with Jaden Delora a few days ago, and um, I was answering questions from fans, or I guess the players answer questions from fans. I had asked them to send in questions, and one of the questions was, who would you want to be in a zombie apocalypse with? Choose three teammates, you know? And um, and he chose Gunnar Cruz and I was like, oh my gosh, really Gunnar Cruz. And he's like, yeah, Gunnar's my best friend. And he was like, if anything like bad were to ever happen to me, I just want to be with Gunnar because he makes me laugh. And I was just like, oh my goodness. So just to be able to like see that side where, you know, from the outside, everyone's probably like, Ooh, like Jaden came in and he's following Gunnar, you know, Gunnar went there and now Jaden's going there. And it's not like that at all. Like they just have such good chemistry as friends and as teammates. And they know that they're, they're all there to get a job done. And they all want the same end goal, you know, they're all competing for the same thing and that's wins. Um, and so that's been so cool. And to see that side of Jaden was really awesome. When I asked him why he wanted to come here to Arizona, Jed Fish and his coaching staff was the number one reason, right? He said, it feels special. It feels like family. There's a comforting aspect to the building and to the program when you walk in. And then he also noted the city of Tucson. He was like, I drive through Tucson, it almost looks like home. And he's from Hawaii, right? So it's like, he sees the the beauty of the weather here, the beauty of the scenery around the whole city, um, the comforting factor of Tucson itself. It's it's really a hidden gem, and um, I don't want to say that out loud because we don't want a lot of people moving here, but we want the <laughs> football players here, that's for sure. Um, no, it's a really awesome time. I mean, I've only been here for 10 months, and I love it. Uh, it feels like it feels like a second home to me, and it feels just really special. The weather, you can't beat it. Um, it's beautiful. So I think that was something that Jaden noticed as well, and those are the two main things that I've heard from a lot of these new guys, the transfers and the freshmen, is the family-like feeling that they got when they walked into this building and then just the city of Tucson itself.
Yeah, I, I was actually in Scottsdale visiting a friend and, and his uh, his family recently, and you know he he's a big college football fan. He actually went to uh, to ASU. Don't hate him. Good good guy. Don't worry. He's he's cool. He's cool. Okay. He's, he's, if you say he's, so. He's, he, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's all right though. But you know we we were just talking about the the struggles of the recruiting on the recruiting trail for Arizona State, and then also mm-hmm. how Arizona's fallen down a little bit. And you know we were both arriving at the same conclusion. Like there is no reason you can't recruit at a really high level here. I mean, we're walking around. It's the same way. We were there four days. It's the same weather every day. We're playing golf four days in a row. It was 82 82 degrees, barely a breeze, blue skies every day. You don't get that in Corvallis, Eugene, Pullman, Seattle. Let me tell you, it's just, it's not there. So I think that, you know, the the recruiting success that he's had, Jed Fish, that is, is something that can very easily carry over and continue to be strong classes because Arizona's got a decent talent pool as, as a state when you're talking about high school kids who are, who are coming out and, you know, have a, a bevy of offers, right? Oftentimes other schools like in Oregon or even a, a Texas, Oklahoma, like schools and other conferences will come and try and poach kids from the state of Arizona. But there's some good talent there. And the recruiting pitch, I, I think it's pretty darn solid. As someone who's from the Pacific Northwest, I got my timber shirt on today. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not quite as, as appealing all the time. Uh, one of the one one of those big time recruits that uh, Jed Fish was able to land over Oregon was uh, was T Mac as he has become known, and I <laughs> would rather refer to him as T Mac uh, than just absolutely butchering his first name. And I want to ask you about his decision to come to Oregon. After I remind you all, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds. News and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, go Mariners, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, we keep rolling here with Kim Becker, the team reporter for the University of Arizona, covering football specifically. Do you do basketball as well, or are you just you just all there for football? I'm all here for football, yep. Jed Fish is the guy that hired me, and wow, as awesome. much as I came in and I was like, oh, I wonder what I'm going to do in the offseason. Trust me, there is no offseason in college <laughs> no, football, and I no, learned that very quickly. Yeah, yeah, that word, that word, that word is a myth. There's, there is no such thing. The entire time no. that – I've been uh, hosting shows here at Locked On. I've had a one football game to go, yeah. just j- just the one. Like there's <laughs> endless amounts of things Crazy. to talk about. And yeah. and one thing that I wanted to ask you about was was T Mac, who was yep. a, a recruit that Oregon was was looking at. Looked like they had a decent chance at. But I, I think when you look at the the seasons Oregon's been having and their success on the recruiting trail, and you look at what Arizona's been doing, and then you think about that. The Wildcats went head to head with the Ducks. He was down in the final two, and he ends up choosing Arizona. That's, I think, that was the first time a lot of Pac-12 fans looked and said, "Hey, what, what, what what's Jed Fish doing over there? Like that, that, that doesn't happen. Like two years ago, that's not something that, that takes place. But it's been that sort of of upward trajectory on the recruiting trail. So." Uh, you, you can uh, correct me. I'm I'm not even going to try with uh, with his first name because I know you that you'll just uh, say it. But what what is T Max said about you know why he decided to to come to Arizona when he had Oregon interested in him heavily, and that's kind of been the the, the premier program here in the in the conference the last few years. Yes, yeah, so T Max Tataroa McMillan, wide receiver from Servite High School down in Anaheim in Orange County. 
You know, T-Mac is so funny also. Another kid where he came in, he was pretty quiet, wasn't sure if we'd really be able to peel back that layer. And then I took him around the golf court golf cart the other day we post these segments on our twitter and on our youtube page at arizona football at arizona f ball on twitter and it's called cart rides with kim and i take players around campus in a golf cart and ask them questions that fans dm'd me on twitter and it's so fun because it puts them in a setting where they don't have a bunch of cameras in their face we're just doing it on my phone on a little you know like dashboard holder um and they really get to be themselves and that's been my favorite thing to do here is see these guys really be themselves and then be able to show you guys that as fans um out in Twitter and in the digital space, but T-Mac is so funny. And he said the same thing. It's the family like feeling that he got when he came here on his visits, his, you know, best friend of a long time and teammate quarterback, Noah Fafita, who also came in here and who has been or committed and had signed, you know, with Arizona for a really long time. He'd been committed for a while. And I know that he had a lot of sway in it. Noah's mom, she has a Twitter and she also had some sway. You know, she was always taking opportunities to be like, go join your brother, go join your teammate, go join your buddy. So shout out to her, Mrs. Fafita. I'm sure that she helped with it as well. But no, I think it, there really is just something special about this place. And when you come here and you see how much work is being put in, how dedicated they are to the cause, how dedicated they are to the end goal. You see all of the different coaches that we have in their backgrounds, right? Brennan Carroll, who is Pete Carroll's son. He is our offensive coordinator and our offensive line coach. He is just a ball of energy. He has a huge personality. He's walking around the halls. He's got music blaring from his office and he's saying hi to everybody. He just loves the game. He loves football. He loves his guys. So that's something really special. Jimmy Doherty is our quarterback's coach and he has so much experience and of course, Jed Fish coming from all the different NFL teams that he's been with. And that's something really special too, right? You know, they really show they want to create NFL players. They want to make sure that all of the guys that come through these doors are able to have every single opportunity they can in the next three, four, five years so that they can make it to the next level. And that's really the end goal. And they run a very NFL pro style offense here. And I think that that's something that you know, Jaden Delora said, whoa, this is a very different offense from Washington State. And he worked so hard to learn it. And he was like, it makes sense. I get it. You know, I click with it. And I think that's something really special. And I'm sure T-Mac wanted to be a part of that as well. But having, you know, T-Mac, his two, his two buddies and teammates and Kean Burnett, a tight end freshman that got here as well from Servite and then Noah Fafita, the quarterback, I think that was something that they were like, well, let's go see what we can do, the three of us together at the next level. So I think that's going to be a really cool combination to look out for. But um yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, again, it's, it's so funny being on the inside now that I have been for a while and through last season and the off season, because it doesn't seem weird that they want to come here to me. It really doesn't. Yeah, right. It seems, I mean, it's like, I don't know. Right. I mean, they, why wouldn't you? I, that's yeah, kind yeah, of how, yeah, how yeah, I of feel. Course. Yeah. So it's hard to, um, to try and convince people otherwise, because I see it and I'm a part of it every day, but um, I'm really excited to see what these guys do in the fall. And I know we're going to have several more guys come who have committed, who are really excited. It's so fun being here as a team reporter and being on Twitter and being friends with some of their parents and, you know, they're reaching out and they're like, we love what we what you're doing. We're able to see the inside. We're able to see these guys, my guys that are coming, you know, my son that's coming in June wants to be there now in January. He doesn't want to finish high school. He just wants to be there. So hearing that from the parents and these are kids, you know, who are on the East coast who have committed kids down in Florida, right? We have speedy Luke who's come in, who is an awesome player who we're so excited to have here running back and so it's and his dad's always on Twitter liking stuff and interacting. And so that's really fun to see. So we're just really creating a family here and it's it's really fun. And it's very apparent that a lot of people want to be a part of it. Yeah. One thing that, you know, a lot of fans have questions about and I think is, is fairly reasonable when a coach comes from the NFL back to college. Right. Whether mm -hmm. it's a head coach or a position coach, 
is, well, how's he going to recruit, right? Because recruiting is what, 75% of yeah. the battle in, in, in college football in, in, you know, at the college level, it's more about the Jimmy's and the Joe's than the X's and the O's and such. Whereas yeah. at the next level, it tends to even out a little bit more and it's kind of all about scheme. But I, I think that's one appeal that, that Jed fish has that other coaches do not is he's been at the NFL level. So he knows, you know, Hey, this is how NFL guys do it. And if you want to get to that level, I know what it takes to get you there. I know what these players look like. I know the scheme, like that, that's part of the recruiting pitch that, that is there now it's still, you know, I'm sure a little bit of, of an adjustment for him as, you know, going out and actually hitting the recruiting trail is different than talking about how you're going to talk to recruits in, in the abstract and such. But the early returns, as we've been saying, ha- have been really, really good. The last thing I want to ask you here is, is looking at the 2022 season, right? Off season success is one thing in season success is another. As you think about, you know, where this team is at, you're on, uh, the inside, as you've been mentioning, you've seen all the practices and, you know, you know, the players and all that sort of stuff and the mood around the program is obviously very positive. What do you think a successful Arizona football season looks like in 2022 where afterwards you look back and say, okay, yeah, this was another step in, in the, in the right direction. Like I was talking about earlier, right? Step one, start to turn the recruiting around. All right. That is, yeah. that is moving along, <laughs> but you know, step maybe three or four or such is, you have to win a, a handful of games. And sure. in your view, from what you've seen down there in Tucson, what does success look like this fall for Jed Fish and company? Yeah, you know, um, I mean, just speaking on Jed Fish and the recruiting, like you said, that was the first step. He, Yes, he came from the NFL directly, but he also has a ton of experience in college coaching as well. You know, he spent time at Miami, at UCLA, at Michigan, so he really knows both sides, both collegiate and professional level and what is needed through there. And I think you're right on the first step was definitely recruiting, number one recruiting class in the Pac-12, 17th in the nation. I mean, the proof's in the pudding right there, right? Those those words speak for themselves. So that was huge. I think the second step is just making sure that all of the players really understand the playbooks. They understand what their coaches are asking of them. They are getting their mind right. You know, that's what this off season is for. Also, you know, when spring ball is over, when workouts are done and they're right now, it's just getting their mind right. What do you want? Like, how hard do you want it? Do you want it more than the next guy? I know that that's probably step number two is just making sure that they're all ready to go mentally when they all get back here June 1st for workouts. And then they have July off and they'll come back for training camp or so that's probably step two. And then I think step three, when it comes to the season, it's, are you better than you were yesterday? I know that every day that we go out there for practice, Coach Fish is like, okay, were we better than yesterday? Because that's what we're doing here. Like, are you putting in the work that you need to do to get better than yesterday? So I think step two overall, step three overall, I suppose, is are we going to be better than last year? So improving on both sides of the ball. I know one thing that Coach has really been kind of focused in on is taking the ball away. There were not enough takeaways last year. When you look at our stats, you know, it was just a handful of takeaways that we had in the entire season. And he said, you can't win ball games if you don't take the ball away. And that's kind of a fact right there. So I know that's a big thing. Um, it's hard to tell, obviously, right now, because we're just playing our, we're playing each other, you know, <laughs> so it's hard to say, okay, the defense was really awesome. The offense was really awesome while we're playing each other. So we won't really get to see that until September 3rd, our first game of the season on on how we are on taking the ball away from other teams. But I know that that's been a huge focus and bringing Johnny Nansen in here as our new defensive coordinator and having a new, you know, a couple new guys on our defensive staff. That's something that they want to attack the ball and take it away. And that's something that they've really, really been honing in on. And so I think that's going to be 
honestly one of those big steps through step three or four because you look at stats even in the nfl look at teams that took the ball away they were up there right they're up there in the top 10 teams in the nfl you look at college of course they're taking the ball away they're winning games so you can't score unless you have the ball right we all know that and so i think that's really the the number one goal and um, a successful season looks like us doing that and just having better stats on both sides of the ball, just improving on both sides of the ball. Like we said before, you know, this is a process. We are just building the foundation here. Um, so I can't go out and tell you, you know, like what our record's going to be, what we're expecting it to be, what we want it to be. We just want to improve on both sides of the ball. So it looks like we're definitely making those steps forward. And I can tell you right now, we're definitely making progress and we are taking those steps forward. So it's really exciting to see where it goes from here. It's all about the process, and that's that's certainly what uh, that's certainly what Jed Fish had to know when when he took the head coaching job down there, and where you know where where it was at after the the previous administration. But things are are certainly trending up, and it uh, was a lot of fun to have it. Kim Becker, the team reporter for Arizona football here on Locked On Pac-12, her inaugural appearance. But I can assure you, everybody, if you enjoyed her, then it won't be the last. Thanks, Kim. <laughs> Thanks so much. I appreciate everyone listening. I will see you next time and have a wonderful rest of your day.